Yeah, you get you're, thrown you're, in you're a no van. One. What's that? It's that thing where they just uh, a van pulls up and they open that one huge sliding yeah. door and then you're just like, bam, thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, things like that. So Carrie Lamb and her cronies, they say, well, you know, it would be good because everyone is terrified of this anyway. Let's formalize it. So they use this murder case as, as an excuse where a Taiwan um, uh, Taiwan citizen was traveling in Hong Kong and murdered his girlfriend and they can't extradite him back. Um, I forget if it's Taiwanese or Hong Kong, the the it's a Taiwanese citizen. They can't extradite him back, so they use this as sort of an excuse to say, well, we should formalize extradition with all these countries. Now, it might sound sort of benign and technocratic, but um, China under Xi Jinping is no fucking joke, um, where if you, a cartoonist just got in trouble for doing a cartoon where people were pigs. Uh, you can't draw anything with Winnie the Pooh, one of the most popular horror wait, games. Why can't you draw anything with Winnie the Pooh? Because net is an, online sort of trolls have noted that uh, she's physique, shall we say, is <laughs> a little bit dumpy and bearish. Oh, that's and so, so funny. And so they started calling him Xi Jinping Winnie the Pooh. And so... <laughs> Uh, this led to, you know, any mention of Winnie the Pooh is banned. They couldn't even show that Christopher Robin movie in in China. <laughs> oh, that's so, so funny. It, and, you know, this this goes from the funny, so things like, um, like that, to the horrifying, where basically they've built concentration camps for Uyghurs. They have completely closed down any NGOs. They have barred a series of journalists from promoting. They have black bagged numerous students who've been leading Marxist groups. Eli Friedman's a great scholar to get in touch with. He, he writes for Jacobin. But basically students were going down and meeting the people who make our smartphones, you know, for, for pennies on the dollar and commit suicide because they're not paid well enough. Right. and trying to labor organize and so they get black bagged so basically if you're a threat in any way shape or form uh they just say you know it's probably safer to just black bag this guy or girl um and that can look like a variety of things it can look like house arrest it can look like uh, you have to do a public apology and you're closely scrutinized uh there on after by the state uh, security agents and in the case of if you're a hong kong citizen uh, it can mean that you're, you know, you're you're put in a van, driven over the border, and no one knows where you went until you appear on Chinese TV weeks later, issuing a public apology, and then, again, you don't have rights at that point. You're at the mercy of the Chinese state. So, uh, this bill was introduced, and ever since then, it's been a series of escalating protests that are growing in terms of who they're radicalizing and the actions that the state is taking to try to uh, stop the protests. Um, this occurs in, in many different forms. Probably the most, the turning point for when this became really, there's a couple turning points. Um, one is the police have become at this point the enemy of the Hong Kong people. So before the protests were relatively civil, then the next protest, you know, they're pushing on the police lines a little bit. You know, the police have their riot shields, protesters getting right up to the police shouting in their face. Next protest, maybe they're actually pushing 
They're trying to break through the police line of riot shields. Next protest, okay, the police have their tear gas. And at this point, they fired more tear gas in, in sort of, I think, like a, the, a, the month or so that's been the heat of these protests than they did in the three months in 2014. And then the next protest, um, you know, the police are just beating the shit out of people. So if you're going to focus on sort of two events that have really radicalized people, one would be um, uh, on, on July 21st, uh, protesters were, were coming back from an event in a, in a, outs, uh, a place outside of town, sort of a, uh, a red point or green point, call it green point, sort of far outside the city center, this area called Yuan Long. Okay. All of a sudden, about 200 gangsters in white shirts holding bats, PVZ pipes, machetes, come into the station where the protesters are. And in, in Hong Kong, you all dress in black to show solidarity. So people will wear matching uniforms to identify themselves and sort of as a way to build solidarity. Okay. Um, similar, not to the Panthers, but it's the same sort of idea. Like this, we have strength in numbers. This is our identity. We are the many, so on. So all of a sudden in this station, about you know, 100, 200 gangsters burst in with PVC pipes, bats, machetes, and just start beating the shit out of anyone in black. They beat up women. They beat up journalists. They beat up anyone they can get their hands on. And uh, it's later discovered that um, there's numerous shots because journalists are blanketing the city throughout these protests of Hong Kong politicians who have close relationships to Beijing, uh, as well as police appear to be actually collaborating with these with these uh, individuals who later turn out to be triads, which are these large Hong Kong organizations that are a mix between sort of clans and gangs. Yeah, we yeah. We can think of them as as gangs. Yeah, I uh, I grew up in uh, Houston, which has a huge Chinatown population, and uh, I remember seeing triads around, and I. Uh, some I, I did somebody explained it to me once, but I, I don't know the details. You know, we can get into it if there's if there's time. But so anyway, basically, it's horrific enough here that these people are beating up anyone. So they're beating up people who are not protesters. They're beating up, as I said, journalists. Basically, if 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 you got a body, they're going to try to lay one on you with a pipe or or, or a bat or, or something. Sure. And so these photos come out the next day because Hong Kong, again, this is the weird irony. We can't vote for our president, but we have a free press. We have this very compromised political system, but we can protest. Okay. So the next day, all these photos come out and people go nuts in terms of what's happened. Where basically at that point, it's it sort of becomes it's not a war in the sense of we're going to commit violence against the state, but it's very much a war in terms of how people, uh, how people's mentality changes against the state. Before, it's just sort of, look, we don't know what's going to happen. We're trying to work things out, so on and so forth. After you see photos of politicians shaking hands with triads after they're finished beating people up and police ignoring triads while they go into stations. Oh, and a key point, police don't show up for 45 minutes. In Hong Kong, that's insane. Hong Kong is one of the most punctual cities on the earth. So people were calling and calling for 45 minutes. Cops don't show. Then the very next weekend, um, Hong Kongers is a way to show they're not afraid. Go to the very same place and do protests. 
um, against sort of this collusion between police and triads. And what do the police do? If you know cops, you know they're not the smartest. You know, you, you don't join the police force because you got a... Uh, you got high hopes and dreams. You do it probably because you're, you got some issues. Yeah. They, in the exact same subway, to the exact same protesters, beat the shit out of them the exact same way the triads did, with with batons and tear gas and pepper spray, uh, replacing sort of the handheld Grand Theft Auto style weapons of the triads. And so, ever since then, this this sort of protest the week after. Uh, 721 on, on 728. It's just like no one knows what's going to happen. The protest has sort of shifted from at that time, it's like, look, just withdraw this goddamn extradition bill and we'll be fine, to you have liberals basically like um, wine moms. That That's not a good equivalent, but <laughs> that's the only analogy. You basically have wine moms saying we are going to um, – keep protesting until there's universal suffrage. And what that's looked like, and maybe we can talk about why this is important to the left, and I think why a lot of Hong Kong people are frustrated, um, is you have grannies protesting, so there's famous shots now of just grandmothers going up to cops with, you know, full tear gas and riot gear, screaming, basically, shame on you. You have um, unions holding huge protests. So there was a huge protest in the Hong Kong International Airport where when you get off your goddamn flight, maybe you're going to Disney World, maybe you're you're you know, you're mad Jeffrey Epstein's in jail, so you're trying to, I don't know, unwind. So you go to Hong Kong where you have a <laughs> penthouse. Um, you hear as soon as you enter that airport, you hear free Hong Kong, free Hong Kong, and they give you pamphlets. Um, and that's another point maybe we can touch on just how organized this protest is. Um, while being leaderless. They'll give you pamphlets saying this is what you can do to help if you're a foreigner. These are the issues we're trying to do. And then on this Monday, what I would say to any of your listeners, if, if you get it out or if you want to just tweet it out, there may be a general strike. Now, I know probably for you as, as a leftist, that's like the holy grail of, of any political action is a general strike. Of course. And if you listen to uh, you know more traditional publications, that I occasionally, uh, that I'm glad they exist, but I wish that they were less uh, ideological. You know, oh, we have to go through unions. Oh, we have to build power through listening to podcasts. I'm being a little bit <laughs> facetious there. but um, No, this is praxis. There might be a general strike, which I never thought, you know, I would see him. I sort of have resigned myself to sort of read Mark Fisher and just continuously get more and more depressed. But yeah. to see a general strike in my lifetime, for people like who we were talking about, just want to play video games and just want to, you know, shop in the mall, that's incredible. 